that radio chick Cheryl Lee here with you. Welcome to the Still Rocking It podcast where we'll have news, reviews and interviews with some of our favourite Australian musicians and artists. Today I share a chat I had recently with the legendary Australian singer-songwriter and guitarist best known as lead singer for the folk group Red Gum, John Schumann. Red Gum were recently voted the most popular South Australian band in the 1980s by readers of The Advertiser and Sunday Mail, and they wrote social and political songs well before artists like Midnight Oil and Paul Kelly. Their chart-topping hit I Was Only 19 explored the psychological and medical side effects of service in the Australian forces during the Vietnam War. What's John Schumann been up to lately? Let's find out. You're with Cheryl Lee, that radio chicken. I'm so pleased to welcome to the Zoom chat room today, John Schumann from Redgum. Thank you for joining us today, John. Cheryl, delighted. Thank you for the invitation. We've got some exciting news. In February 2020, you performed at two sellout concerts at the Governor Highmark. Can you believe that was two years ago? No, no, I can't. And a lot's happened since then, that's for sure. Exactly right. Back by popular demand. Again, February this year, again at the Gov, which we will talk about in a little bit. But I just wanted to find out a little bit about John Schumann, if I may. By all means. <laughs> Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> John, are you from a musical family? Was being a singer, an entertainer, a songwriter in your genes? Was it something you were always going to do? Look, I think I think it is in my genes, but my immediate family, there was no musicianship or anything like that. I mean, mum and dad both liked music, but you know, it wasn't part of their life. I think where I get it from is my grandmother on my father's side, who was a very accomplished piano player and used to play piano for the silent movies. Right. Yeah. One of my dad's earliest memories is is going down to the, uh, I think the Capri it was, and he couldn't read music, but um, she would be playing the piano in the pit and he would have to, you know, sort of flip the score. You know, when when she said flip, he'd flip the thing and she'd read and and watching the action and and playing. It was extraordinary. She was a beautiful piano player. She was very disappointed in me because I didn't ever learn to read or write music. You didn't? No. Where did the music career start, right at the very beginning with you? What sparked it? My dad built me a a little crystal set when I was a kid and he bolted it to the the headboard of my bed and ran a wire up the wall through the ventilator outside to an aerial. And I used to listen to the radio station through a pair of RAAF Bakelite headphones. The sound was dreadful and they were very uncomfortable, but that was where I fell in love with 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 songs and music. From there, I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And that was in Adelaide? That was in Adelaide, yes. You have a son and a daughter. Have either of your children followed in your either musical footsteps or your political footsteps? Have they gone into the family business? No. Well, no, my daughter is an anaesthetist. And my son is in HR. They're both very good musicians. We gave them music lessons and they were both actually, they both had it. They both played the piano. 
Adelaide, that's my daughter. She kind of let piano slip when she went to med school, as you know, because you haven't got much time. But she was a really lovely player. But my son, uh, he's a lovely player too. But he he switched to drums and he's got a band that he plays in. He's a great player. He's he's really I'm very proud of how he plays. He's got it. And um, every now and again, I let him get up and play with the Vagabond Crew. Just you know, one or two songs. That's all. Is his band an Adelaide band? John? Yeah, I don't know what they're called, but they write their own stuff and they've been rehearsing now for, they rehearse like what, you know, once a fortnight and they get their stuff down. I think at some point in time they will either record or go out and play, but there hasn't been obviously much chance of that during COVID. Time for a quick song, I think. Then back to chat more with John Schumann. Here's Times Like These that he recorded with Shane Howard. Times Like These known as the lead singer of Red Gum with your hits I Was Only 19 and I've been to Bali too. Two very, very different songs. How important do you think I Was Only 19 was to the veterans at that time? You know, in retrospect, I think it was very important. They came back to a bitterly divided society. People didn't respect them for the service. You know, half of Australia was very opposed to our participation in that war, quite correctly. And we, as a country, took out our frustrations, discontent yeah. and frustrations on, on the veterans, and it wasn't fair. And no. I think that wasn't fair. I think Australians best respond to stories. Um, and 19 is a story. You know, if you want Australians to change the way they think or the way they behave, don't give us death by PowerPoint. You know, don't lecture us. Don't give us a textbook. Tell us a story and we'll be able to work out what we need to do as, as a response to the story. And 19 was a story and it gave the rest of Australia a chance to look over the back fence into the, the yard and the life of the Vietnam veteran down the street. We are fundamentally a fair and decent mob and I think we... When we heard the story of 19, we thought, well, we haven't really done the right thing by these blokes. So uh, so I think it, it was important. And it remains a very important song in the Australian Defence Forces anyway. You know, it's one of those songs that, that touches anyone and everyone who's ever worn the uniform, whether it be Army, Air Force or, or Navy. It is a great song and it is a great story. And I'm so glad that it did change the attitudes of people towards the soldiers because they were only doing their duty. So I'm glad that you wrote your song and that it had so much meaning for them. Is it based on your son-in-law? No, 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 no? my brother-in-law. Yeah, no, it's, it's very much his story. He, right. was, he was courageous enough to step outside what was then the closed circle of Vietnam veterans and tell me his story. Uh, I wrote I Was Only 19 and, uh, and it worked. Let's have a listen. I Was Only 19, more with John Schumann after this. Mum and Dad and Denny saw the passing out parade. Pakapanyum. So you're obviously very passionate about issues as well. Oh, look, I, I've always thought that if, if um, you have a talent... You know, you're gifted with a talent and an ability. You should use that talent and ability at some point for the benefit of others, not just, you know, to make yourself a million bucks. So to um, give something back. Yeah, give something back. So I've always wanted to use my songs, my work in the music industry to, to, to try to, to improve the world in which we live for all of us. Um, I don't want to write songs about doing caraway seeds around the canyons of my mind or, you know, my girlfriend or my boyfriend or whatever. It's all bullshit. I don't want to do that. There's enough n- enough artists who 
who sing about their heart. I'm not interested in that. I'm more interested in in telling stories that directly or or indirectly, you know, change the way we think. I mean, you don't have to be in a song. You don't have to preach. You just can tell a story, and and if you tell a story and it's good enough and it's compelling enough, then people will get the point without you having to shove it down their throat. Red Gum was in the vanguard of social and political songs, even before artists like Midnight Oil and Paul Kelly. I think that's fair. I mean, you know, I mean, I remember, you know, very much. I mean, Red Gum was selling songs about singing environment and Indigenous Australia and the economy and injustice and, you know, and Midnight Oil at that stage hadn't discovered social and political stuff. They were singing songs about you know, surfing and surfboard wax. <laughs> and Paul Kelly was wandering around Manila, I think, you know. Uh, I think we demonstrated to everybody that there was a market for it. There was a market for songs that actually said something sung in an Australian accent. I think that we were, you know, very much out the front. But that tends to get forgotten because if you live in Adelaide, um, you know, who's Adelaide? Who cares about Adelaide? It's all about Sydney and Melbourne you know, and being close to the administrative and the financial centre of the music industry. And we are certainly not that down here in Adelaide and you tend to get overlooked and that's okay. That's fine. I, I have no need to do anything other than what I do and, you know, very happy. Have you always lived in Adelaide? Guy, I know you were born and bred here. Have you always lived Yeah, yeah, here? no, always lived. I lived in Melbourne for a year uh, when I was in Redgum and then, and then we got to the point where we were successful enough that we could live anywhere. So I said I'd, I wanted to come home because, you know, my mum and dad, sisters were here and my friends were here and, and I got married so my wife was here. And then when we had started to have kids, the kids were here. So, you know, look, Adelaide is a, is a, a fantastic place to live. It is just, you know, it's really very well appointed. You know, we're close to the bush. We're close to the sea. We have everything that anybody else has without all the, the traffic jams and the bullshit and the pollution. Well, we've got enough of that anyway, but not nearly as much as Sydney and Melbourne. You know, so I think we're very, very, very fortunate. We have the best food, the best wine. It's very clean. We had four seasons. You know, I like going to the bush. In five hours, you're, you're off the bitumen onto the dirt, which is great. You're in the desert, you know, like a couple of hours down the coast at really great beaches. Uh, I ride uh, a motorbike and honestly, in, in 15 minutes, I'm on the freeway doing 100 and that's great whereas if i rode a motorbike in sydney i'd have to ride through traffic for an hour and a half before i could get out on the open road and, and open up the throttle a bit so it's a great place to live it really is and i'm very happy here and i hope no one else learns about that's right they will come here and spoil our lifestyle we've got to keep out keep us the best kept secret we certainly are really really blessed here in Adelaide for all those reasons that you said what sort of motorbike do you ride I just just a one um my wife will only let me have one that's a, a BMW 1200 very nice uh, it's it's a cross between the you know the space shuttle and a four star apartment <laughs> my husband just bought his midlife crisis Harley <laughs> oh yeah everybody buys <laughs> They're okay for going in a straight line, you know. The BMs are great. They, you know, they they really very comfortable and they really German engineering and they really clip along. Good on you. But yeah, you're quite right. We are so lucky. Fifteen minutes and we're out of the city and we're gone. Yeah, absolutely. Wanted to say congratulations. In 2014, you were awarded the Medal of the Order of Australia on the Australia Day Honours for service to music and to the veteran community. Great to be recognised. Thank you. And then in 2022, earlier this year, appointed a member of the Order of Australia 
at the Australia Gaunas, a significant service to the veteran community, to music and to the community. Congratulations for getting that recognition. Thank you. It's really, you know, more about uh, the people who nominated me and, uh, you know, the people who, who told me their stories, you know, so that I could I could write songs about them and bring their experiences and share them with us. Yeah, yeah. The Country Music Awards Golden Guitar Awards in Tamworth, congratulations with that. Only 19, just for the people who are listening to our chat who don't know, in 84, top-selling song of the year and APRA song of the year. It really is a song, isn't it, that has gone into the psyche of us in Australia. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Part of our sort of part of that soundtrack to our lives. Another song also written about our service men and women, particularly remembering the first Australian soldiers. Here's John Schumann and the Vagabond crew on every Anzac Day. There are ghosts and memories loitering still in the corridors of time. The exciting thing we wanted to chat about today was that you're heading back to the Gulf. We can see you later this month. Yeah, the 26th of February, Saturday. We're doing the Red Gum Years, which is the one we did in 2021, I think it was. Yeah, I've always, not avoided, but I've always moved forward with music, you know, new songs, new albums, all that sort of stuff. I didn't want to look back at my history, but my band, bless them, they're also my friends, you know, said, listen, sure, you can't ignore where you came from, which is Red Gum. It's a very significant part, and people want to hear those songs. So we put together a set of, of, you know, Red Gum classics, you know, all those songs. And I haven't played, well, up until we, we started to do the Red Gum years, I hadn't played them for over three decades. But it was really good. And interestingly, they, they work just as hard now as they did back then. Who have you got in your Vagabond crew? I've got, you know, musicians who are very well known in, in Adelaide. Um, I started to work oh, 25 years ago, perhaps even longer. I was invited to, you know, do a, a few guest spots with a band called Acoustic Juice mm-hmm. with uh, Rowan and Polly and Anthony Thayer and those guys. And they're, they're just like, they're legends on the, the music scene. And, and I, you know, I always had my own band, but my own band was really based interstate because that's where most of my work is. But over the years, you know, I started to work with these guys more and more, you know, had less and less engagement with, you know, musicians from Melbourne and Sydney, which is, you know, where most of my other players were. So gradually, uh, I don't know, maybe three or four years ago, I just said, you know what? I'm just going to, it's going to be an Adelaide band. Do you guys want to be my band? They said, yeah. So, um, and they're great. I mean, look, they've all got their own things to do, but, but you know, we are, when we get together to play my stuff, we are the Vagabond crew. There's um, Rowan Powell and Holly Politis, Anthony Thayer on electric guitar, Julian Ferrerinato, who's a very, very accomplished violin and mandolin player, Dennis Sermon on bass, and great player on drums, uh, Enrico Marina, who was from Adelaide originally and went and spent a long time in London and then came back here to, to start again because he's, you know, like his parents were getting a bit old. Yeah, so look, it's a great, it's a great band. It you know, is I a think great it, band. It, it, it is easily the best band that I've had. I think it was just, you know, better than Redgum, you know, in some ways. But Redgum was a very good band. And some of the other bands that I've had, you know, been good. But we've been playing. Now Now we play together for so long. It's just like, you know, a comfortable pair of, you know, old but 
but slippers. very useful shoes. Yeah, yeah. I know they're good. You know why? Right. Last weekend, I think it was the weekend before, I went and saw Acoustic Juice. They appeared at a, a little country RSL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're great. They're great yeah. players, yeah. They play differently with me, though. You know, it's a different a different sound, you know, because yes. the songs demand different approach. If everybody who'd like to get along to see John Schumann and the Vagabond crew, they can get onto the Googleometer, onto your Facebook page, your website. Yeah, the Facebook page, or you can go to Austix or Austic? the Gov. Yeah, yeah Australia Gov. Gov. Yeah. yeah, terrific. Let's sell it out. Do you think we might even have some dancing by then? <laughs> Who knows? Don't know, don't know. I'm not sure about that. Doesn't matter. Be what it'll be. I mean, the good thing is the Gov is very COVID friendly. You know, they're very aware. They've got a big area out the back which is open. So it's not as if everybody's sort of jammed in a room. It's, it's very airy and big so that everybody can be safe, which is important. They've done very well. They've been lucky to have that extra room and they've made the outside area really quite stunning now. And as you say, yeah. COVID safe. So they've managed to pretty yeah. much keep going through the difficult yeah. times when, unfortunately, some others haven't. Yeah, no, that's right. Which is great because they're an institution here in Adelaide, really, aren't they? They are. What does John Schumann like to listen to? Uh, yeah, look, I've got, over the years, i put all my albums on an, on an MP3 player, you know, and I just put it on shuffle. So, uh, you know, songs from my era I like, uh, you know, the Beatles and the Stones and Bob Dylan and Leonard Cohen, Jackson Brown and the Eagles and, you know, all that standard stuff. I listen to uh, singer-song writers, you know. I like good singer-song writers. Um, I find myself listening to a lot of classical music these days because it's just it's relaxing and it's interesting, you know. You, you listen to it and you go, I wonder where they're going to go. Oh, that's where they're going to go. That's interesting. Oh, look at that. Look how they've made the horns work with this, you know, all that sort of stuff. I mean, a very, a very uneducated ear that I bring to the task, but yeah, and a bit of jazz, you know, almost anything. You know, I don't like doof-doof stuff. <laughs> I'm not, there. I'm not crazy about rap, you know. I mean, I understand it and I appreciate it, what it is. I do like The Herd because they, they have a political, social thrust to their stuff, so I, I enjoy that. I mean, fairly much anything. Quite really. a wide range. Yeah, absolutely. I'll listen to anything. Oh, if it's excellent. no good, I press the stop button. <laughs> Skip. Thank you so much, John, for having a quick Zoom chat with me today. I know you're a busy man and I really appreciate you spending the time. I'll see you down the front at the Gulf. <laughs> Thanks, Cheryl. Lee. That's great. Really appreciate your support. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. You've been with Cheryl Lee, that radio chick, on the Still Rocking podcast. Hope you've enjoyed our chat with John Schumann, formerly of Red Gum, now with the Vagabond crew. Let's go out with one from Red Gum. Back in the countdown days, roll it on, Robbie. Oh, roll it on, Robbie. Oh, it on Sam. You're with Cheryl Lee, that radio chick. Thank you so much for joining me on the Still Rocking It podcast. Hope to catch you again next time. Get out when you can, support Aussie music, and I'll see you down the front.